In this episode of Josh Reed's Other People's Published Poetry, I'm going to read Kneel in Court by Jack Kerouac from his collection of poems, Poems All Sizes. Kneel in Court All Neil's life had been hard and harsh. People don't believe him and he's all alone. Look at his bones in courthouse scenes and look at these pictures of his railroad track and judge and have secret witnesses against his misery. Raven, Craven, nobody cares. Hate to lose their jobs, put old Cassidy in jail. But he sits bong Buddha, hands Catholic cross in the witness chair, and the afternoon wears on in the schoolhouse kitty court of old black velvet angels with white hair and tassels in their caps. He did make the joint. Facts of coupling. You give a sign to the engineer. He's got them beat with his young composure. Exhibit number four. Shows a long ladder in the brake platform where he fell and cracked his ankle. He nods and listens patiently to the prosecutor's counsel, smiling, speaking civilly for society of ladies and respect of settlements, and has an aging chin. The Jewish stenographer's writes unconcerned in silent machine shorthand and watches sexily the lips of speaking men and frowns to catch the last words spoken in eternity, eyes gazed on suit lapel and burping to look down. Papers rustle, people cough, Ivan's not here to turn all pale, nor Dmitri but to shout, you all tried to kill your father's thin memorial lout. So have another beer, Neil. Your money, big or small, will come. And when come, you only have a few more years, like Raven, more or less, to hang on. For you've done it all before, in Milbray, Burlingame, in Samarkand, Chandrapur. Jamie, Kathy, Johnny, all were there. Redwood, Belmont, and Nameless too. Harsh harbors, duties, flower cars, and bums. Don't let the punk in smart brown suit who can't lick you in street fights screw you out of thousands. In this million years of strife, the moose of heaven's looking down. East end of the rail, west end of the ram. The stars are looking down on all your pain and tears, and Allen Ginsberg loves you, and Carolyn too. Let old Raven lie. We'll hang him in the sea. Fog will kiss him, make him shiver, bones will belie his coral deficiency, insincere and sad. The world's a farce. The standard sneer at on the corner of snark and fark. Thank you. And on to the commentary for Neil in Court. This is vaguely, I think, based off an actual event when Neil Cassidy was in court trying to get workers' compensation for an accident he suffered when he worked on the worked as a brakeman on the railroad. Um so most of the so when he, so this is actually I feel like this is Kerouac who was just chilling in the back of the courtroom, sketching out what he saw, um, and probably depending on what year he was writing this poem, probably went back and revised it and tidied it up a bit. But there's always this, well, the reason I read Neil and Court is not it's because it's a Kerouac poem that actually kind of works as a poem. There's a kind of a rhythm to it, not so much rhyme, but there's a kind of sense of rhythm. And, and Kerouac was always a big believer in that kind of trying to make, trying to take what was happening with jazz, with people like Charlie Parker and you know, Dizzy Gillespie and all those kind of people, and put it into the page and do with poetry what those guys did with jazz. And when I, and again, again, I think I say this every time I read a Kerouac poem, but there is a certain rhythm to Kerouac's writing when you read it out loud. 
when you just read it on the page, it's not, it doesn't show up. It's not as obvious when you just straight read it. But the minute you read it out loud and you realize, you know, you've got to actually make these as sentences and you've got to find the right place to stress. Because Kerouac's lions aren't really, they're not really lions in kind of any meaningful sense of poetic lions. They're just blur. And But when you start to actually get that rhythm and you start to read it properly, the poetry sort of surprises you. Um, and so when it, for this podcast, I've been flipping through the half dozen or so collections of Kerouac's poetry I've got, looking for the ones that actually sound like poetry. Um, and what, what Kerouac is good as well in his storytelling is that he has that thing where he's, you know he's talking about Neil Cassidy in this poem, but he can't help but imprint a little bit of himself into the poem and, and definitely into Neil or the Neil of this poem. I guess it's, it's always easy just to assume that everything happening in this poem is actually real when, in matter of fact, it's how Kerouac remembered it and then chose to write it to, you know, get the best sort of imagery across to the audience. Um, I think that's everything. I just enjoyed reading it. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Thank you very much. As ever, I, I appreciate you for listening to this podcast. Thank you.